What up? What up? What up? Hey, everyone. Hello, internet. <laughs> hello, internet. Hello, internet. Hello, internet. Hello, hello, fans of Carbonite Bound ABS, and we have a special edition show for you guys. So, if you guys are tuning in live, you're getting some bonus coverage from us. Um, we decided to get together here due to um, overwhelming popularity, I'll say, to um, and what many have said, you know, throughout the community, this may be the best ever um, Star Wars celebration. So, um, definitely a lot of things we're going to unpack for you guys. Uh, we're going to go over our top 10 mo moments so far. I know there's another day left, but uh, we're going to go over our top 10 moments so far because literally, I mean, there's so much to unpack, I think, under this one that um, it's just something we wanted to react to. So we're going to go over that with you guys. So obviously, share your thoughts if you have any. But before we even dive into this, let's let our guy DP let you guys know where to find us at. Neurocyclopedia.com, people, your favorite website. You get all your favorite social media platforms and links on there at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and also on TikTok at Encyclopedia. Um, if you are listening to us on podcasts, thank you. Um, listen to us on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast, we are there. Uh, watch us on YouTube. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. Hit that subscribe button and also that notification button. So anytime that we're on, you know that we're on. If you're watching us on Facebook as well, Carbon App Bonded BS, join the group. Uh, we talk about everything Star Wars there. Um, and also make sure that you're leaving us some feedback um, at nurse at nurseencyclopedia.com. Well said, well said. Uh, yeah, man, it's, it's been it's been an interesting weekend. I know I told you guys when I woke up, um, oh, it was a Friday morning. Saturday morning or Saturday? Friday or Saturday, one of them. I'm losing track of days. One of those, but, uh, one of those days. Yeah, when it started, I was just like, it was one of those things I was up early and I like saw Star Wars YouTube, so I clicked on it. And it was literally just starting. I think they were like in the pre-show backstage and um yeah you know it started off and i was like you know we've seen it in anaheim we've seen it here i know it's been back and forth with europe but um you know that first couple panels i was like man this is really interesting like they the sets you know the some of the interviews they had planned um obviously i, I wasn't privy to see too much into any of the panel sessions they had as far as like off screen but uh some of the stuff i was getting man i was really really amazed on you know the, the length they went to in, in um london but uh yeah there was a lot um uh i think that and i think we can agree a couple different panels i mean this was this was streaming right this wasn't this wasn't timed until which is crazy if you were watching it um it was it was live until kathleen kennedy did her panel and then if you watch, you're on YouTube, there was about a 10 second buffer to where it like stopped and it jumped and they were trying to catch certain things. But um, yeah, I mean, it was off the cusp. Uh, you know, obviously it's a convention and as you guys, DP has been to them. A couple guys I thought they were uh, towards later in the day, maybe Tony Gilroy um, started letting loose with his language, which is pretty fun. So uh, I don't know if he's being 100 authentic or he was just um, in typical you know, convention settings, having a little fun on, on the booze, but uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely a great show. Um, the panelists, as we said, were just, was great, but uh, yeah, top 10 moments. Um, I don't really have 10 per se. I mean, I, we consider all night to talk about 10, but uh, we can definitely get into, we'll start getting into um, big discussion points. I mean, I, I know I have a bullet list of things I want to go over as well, but um, yeah, I mean, and Ken, we'll, we'll lead it with you because I know you're the eternal, eternal Star Wars optimist. So, I mean, what were, if you want to give us a, a big talking point or, or, or lead us off into this, what do you think about Celebration so far? So what I liked was, I really liked the Ahsoka uh, drop, the trailer. I think mm. that's a great, a great new, uh, new storyline for us. Um, I also, I mean, Indiana Jones, come on. The Dial of Destiny, that also was premiered. There was a second trailer there that was dropped. Yeah. So, you know, I haven't watched the the feed so much. I've gotten in a little bit of the interviews and some of the, 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 the uh, you know, the, uh, the, the actors that are there. I mean, you've got Anthony Daniels. He's been at every celebration since the beginning, um, which I'll have to just put a little part of my little tidbit here is I was there in 1999 at the first Star Wars celebration. Like... Oh, really? Oh, man, that's awesome. It was, it was in Denver. 
It was at the uh, Over the Rockies Air and Space Museum, mm-hmm. and it was outside, and it was in the mud because they didn't account for not only the amount of people that were going to go to this, but uh, the weather. So it was a it was it was a glitch, but it was a great it was a great time, and I think they've kept as these celebrations have progressed. So I went to Celebration One, Celebration Two, and Celebration Three. Uh, they the two and three were both in Indianapolis, and they were right ahead of the release of Attack of the Clones and uh, Revenge of the Sith. So, you know, to see these things still being popular and still going on, and we still have the we still have the fans, and we still have the actors, and we still have the producers and directors who were there dropping stuff and dropping these like little hints and teases to us, even in this new environment in this new kind of virtual streaming world because i mean in 1999 we didn't know what streaming was that was something out back it was like water running through our yard that was streaming so now we have this huge um you know basically workplace to to delve into and we can get all this information and we don't necessarily have to go to the celebrations now we can kind of get the information and that's the great part and i think they're doing a great job of giving chunks to us and mm-hmm. everything's everything's really legit and not there's no like teasers and spoilers and oop that wasn't real so i like the way they're handling things so as my perspective as just i haven't watched the seven hour eight hour feed i've got a little bit into it but you know i've loved the way that they're the energy of these people i mean yeah. they're really giving it to the fans and making it worthwhile and i think that's in, that's important the important thing is that we're all we all enjoy this content and the way they're giving it to us is super, super special. Um, so, you know, yeah, I'm excited for everything for the rest of the year. I mean, I right. think we're going to have a great Star Wars second, third and fourth quarter. But like I said, that Indiana Jones trailer really perked my ears because that's another French, you know, that's another story franchise that I think is really important to Star Wars because it is designed by the father. You know, it really? is part of it. And I really like the new trailer. I like it better than the first one. Uh, I like this one because now it's like delving into like, what is this? Is this is, yeah. this is this time travel? Like, what's going on? Are we just having like, like epic flashbacks or is there something going on with the story? So I'm excited for June. I think it's June 30th. Yeah. June 29th, something that's going to drop. But Ahsoka, I mean, that by far, <clears throat> sign me up. Take all of my money. Speaking of which, speaking of which, let's just watch that trailer right quick. You know, let's do it. Get a quick delve and dive into it. Something's coming. Something dark. I sense it. This is a new beginning. For some, war. For others, power. It's been a while. Things have changed. I started hearing whispers about Thrawn's return as heir to the Empire. We have to prepare for the worst. The Jedi fell a long time ago. Yeah, right there. Vader there aren't many left. Perhaps it is time to begin again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and I love the way the Lucasfilm logo is 
red for the first time in four right. years. It's usually yeah. blue or green, that dark yeah. green. Yeah. yeah, it's it's red for the first time. So that told me right away that we're we've got a very dark story coming. This is not going to be. This is not going to be happy. There's going to be a lot of uh, pain. Well, it's, it's, it's been a, a lot more lightsaber action than we've seen in a while and everything since, like, you know, Obi-Wan and stuff. And, I mean, I guess compared to what we've seen in Obi-Wan, I don't know. I think this is, like, the most live action. All, this uh, will be, you know. Yeah, yeah it's, it's quoted as being the most, like, um, you know, this is more the samurai type, you know, getting back to the roots of, of um, you know, a lot of Lucas's work. Um, yeah. 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 And I... And as I said, this is this project has been Filoni's baby. This is the one he's left, kind of stepped aside from really working on the Mandalorian with. I mean, he's put time and time and time writing, writing this, help directing this. Um, this 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 will be special here. Um, uh, a couple big points though in the trailer, and even um, things that uh, callouts. So the the orange lightsabers. We have a new color of lightsaber, um, an orange blade. Huh. Yeah. It's not red, it's orange. And that orange tent is specific for a reason um, that's not been released. So that is not a red Sith blade. It's a it's an orangish tone. So we will be we'll delve into what the blade, the um the kyber crystal or whatever the whatever happened to their crystal, we're gonna delve into the color of the blade. I know that was something asked and, and Floney actually did uh, discuss that as well. So people clutching onto the lightsaber hilt color, um, there is a reason for that. And as we know how methodical he is with detail, it's pretty crazy that uh, he actually answered that live on. I, I, I lay us live in a panel when somebody had asked him about that. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's um, that's like super crazy. So I um, I um, seen the um news and everything. Like woke up like Friday morning and everything, and you know, seeing that um the Soga trailer drop when you text us, <laughs> you know, about it and everything. Yeah, he mentioned. And I'm sitting over like, oh man, I, I totally forgot. Well, I, I knew about the Star Wars celebration, but you know, life happens and everything. All of a sudden, you know, I get this, you know, text in the morning, you know, text in the morning. Immediately, I just wake right up, you know, just all of a sudden, just wake right up and watch the trailer and everything. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, it was giving me like Avengers vibes, right? You know, right? Yeah. You know, like how, that that feeling and everything. Like, okay, this is all I've been waiting for. And then to see like our favorites from like Rebels just pop up, Copper yeah. to um, Sabine to um, you know Hera seeing you know Hera of all you know, um, you know just just seeing them and of course Ahsoka when she does that spin with the um with the, with her twin lightsabers and everything. Yeah, that's very um. So in in the ride Rise of the Resistance, Kylo Ren does one of those mm. right. a spin. He cuts to the floor and drops down, and that's not something we've seen. In a lot of no. Star Wars, but we've seen doors being cut mm -hmm. apart. Right. But a, 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 you know, being a, you know a, a circle being cut in the floor. I mean, that's a great way to get to one place to another. Mm -hmm. And it's very she's very stealthy and ninja like. Like you said, it's very uh, uh, like old school, um, you know, ninja warrior type right. uh, uh, fighting and uh, you know battle ethics. And the first word is warrior. So. Right. Like th that's definitely what we're gonna see in this, um, but it looks—I mean, it looked top-notch from you know beginning to end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Outcast, Rebel, you know, Jedi, you know. I mean, all the things that you know we know her to be and everything. I mean, it's it's basically just come up, you know, come to come down to this. What's amazing to me is that. Um, I was reading an article about, you know, the panel and everything. And, you know, um, Favreau was like, it wasn't so much of a, a long-term plan that this whole thing was supposed to happen. They were just saying it was a long-term hope, you right. know, when, when, when Filoni started all this stuff out in, um, you know, in animation, he had no idea that, you know, he was planning for live action, but I think in the back of his mind, he sort of like structured, you know, picked actors that that sort of like emulated some of the characters that he was going to put on screen, you know, sort of pick actors and actresses and everything to to go about that. So by the time it heads up to animation, if it came yeah. to that point, he could actually start casting, you know, um, the 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 same and everything. Mm -hmm. um, Lars Mickelson that made my weekend. 
that just made my weekend. You know, I mean, we've been talking about on 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 the show and everything. What it, you know, um, just just doing the fan service and everything, fan casting and all that stuff. How he um, you know, just did his thing with Thrawn and Rebels and and stuff, and to have him be confirmed after he can constantly deny and deny and lying and lying, you know. Um, it was just a beautiful thing to 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 get that announcement. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch would have been a good cast too. Yeah, yeah. I mean he he has that. You wouldn't even need to make him. Wouldn't even you wouldn't even put makeup on him. I mean he already has that look. But, you know, <laughs> he's um, already tied up in another project, unfortunately. Yeah, sure. Would wouldn't that be nice? Don't we all want to be right. tied up in another project? <laughs> yeah. Same company, just another project. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, yeah, chop like you mentioned, chop. He saw Chopper, and I think, I think you have to ha you have to go live to mm -hmm. tie it back to the original story to to make right. the fans believe that this is Star Wars. Not that there's anything wrong with the animation, Rebels, Clone Wars. They have both Bad Batch. They have both brought me into that. Mm -hmm. But for me to believe, I got to see these characters like for real. I got to see actors. I right. mean, even though. Even though the the drawings are really good, I mean the, the the animation's good and the inflections are good and the and the voiceovers are good, but I gotta see it live. I gotta see real, yeah, to make yeah. me make me believe and let it come into the rest of the the Star Wars universe. So I think he he planned that and like he picked he picked the right people to to go to plug into all those parts. So right, right, should be great. I'm yeah. It's, it's, it's just going to be awesome. Anything there, um, T. Mitch? Yeah, no, no, I definitely second with you guys. I mean, it was just one of those things. Like you said, the Ahsoka stuff, it was crazy when they had uh, Rosario Dawson come on and kind of when she got into the Mandalorian. I mean, it was yeah. one of those things that kind of like we were talking about with Sebastian Stan playing Luke Skywalker. So the reason she got the part was, and it's crazy, right, that fans were deep faking her online in blogs and forums, right? Mm -hmm. Like doing her as Ahsoka. Maloney <clears throat> playing in the same, you know, kind of space as we did, seeing it, right? They thought about it. And she literally said that she had, during COVID, um, received a Skype call. So obviously she still was, you know, when Skype before teams picked up, got some random call. It was, you know, Star Wars, Filoni and everything. And that's kind of how this whole kicked off as far as, you know, in and, and it's crazy how these actors that we consider, I mean, A-list actors, right, in this, this space now to where, as we talked about, the streaming space is becoming something that these guys aren't shying away from, you know, regardless of what you think of they don't have work, if they do, but the fact that we're starting to get a lot of these A-listers to do these projects and ultimately with Star Wars, I mean, I don't think we've had anybody other than a few people in the sequel trilogy talk bad about it, about being part of it and wanting to do it. Right. I mean, it's just, mm -hmm. so it's almost an honor. It's like winning an Oscar, right? If you get the call, like, you know, it's just everybody in the business would kill to have some, yeah. a walk on part in, in, in something star Wars. It's just right. so big and such a big yeah. part of entertainment that, right. Why would you not want to do it? And, Make that part of your repertoire. Like, right. I can do drama, I can do romantic comedy, and I can do Star Wars. You know, I mean, it just it just broadens your your palette of what what you can do. So, you know, like Jack Black, Lizzo. I mean, yeah, yeah. Christopher Lloyd. Those are three we saw last week. That right. What yeah. What do they have to do with with Star Wars? Well, basically nothing. But now they do. Right. I remember when um, Sam Jackson was announced as cast as in a Star Wars, and I'm sitting there like, "Well, how does he fit in there? How is he going to fit? I I don't see it. You know, he was just in Pulp Fiction. You know, right. how is that going to work? You know, lo and behold, you know, years later and everything, we can't see, we can't even see it without you know Sam Jackson. Can't you even know, see without him, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So having big names in Star Wars is not an uncommon thing. You and know. all he wanted was his lightsaber to be purple. You're, yeah, that was that was crazy. That he got a he got a custom request that Lucas yep. granted him. Yep, and he called. I think that I mean I don't know the story. I heard like when I was, you know, at the at it was actually revealed at the celebration for that. You know that he texted George and said, "Hey, you got to put something me in like this that. Movie. Yeah. You got to put me in this movie." He was so animate that you just anything I. You could kill me in the first five minutes," he said. 
but yeah. put me in the movie. And actually, George had a bigger spot for him because Mace Windu was a brand new character that we had right. no idea. Yeah. I mean, we had no idea who these characters were, and you're going to put Sam Jackson in as one of the more, more most powerful Jedi masters, right? And give him a purple lightsaber. I mean, that was like, right? That was crazy. Yeah, that's that's um. I mean, like I said, the big big stars and you know doing these things and everything is not an uncommon thing. I don't think it's a um way to be distracted. You got like some fans complaining about okay, these stars are too big. Um, yeah, they just distract from like you know the overall story and the elements and stuff. But they're jealous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. jealous. Hey, hey, haters, go, haters gonna hate, huh, Ken? Haters hey, gonna hate. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I guess I, I'll start at the next point. I mean, I thought my biggest thing. I mean, we. I mean, obviously the accolade was big, but I thought the biggest thing was that the actual fanatic. In, in, in chronological time schedule we actually have for Star Wars now. I mean, we've loosely had it, but I think when they put that in roadmap, like they do with the Marvel projects and everything, yeah. I thought that was ingenious because we have a definite time period for everything now moving forward, and it fits, right? And it makes sense. Before we had errors, we thought it would fit here, we hit there, but now there's an actual chronological time frame and a name for each error. I thought yep. that was like ingenious that, that they really did that. Um, you know, what, what were some of your guys' thoughts? Because when they did that and showed the roadmap, so to speak, I was like, okay, this really makes sense. And then it ties in the original trilogy, and you're like, oh, you can really follow it, you know? Right. Well, th think about it when the first, when the original trilogy came out, you know, Return of the Jedi ended. Well, it was great, you know, whatever. But then there was news of, and there wasn't, there wasn't anything from Jedi release to the THX release. Mm -hmm. And then the special edition, there, there wasn't, there weren't new stories. There was, I think Dark Horse was starting to sprinkle in droids, Ewoks, little, little, little stories, you know, that you could sort, sort of, you know, read. But nothing was really tied in. If you were reading the books, there was a lot. There was a lot more content, but right. that didn't really fit. And I think the idea was, if you wanted to write a story, you had to write your story, send it to Lucas Films. Right. They would make sure it fit somewhere. You know, they didn't really know where, but it had to fit. And then they'd let you, they'd let you publish it. Yeah. So that's how it was handled. Now after. Phantom Menace came out. Now we have to now we have to like legitimize the timeline. So the way they've done it now, it's like official. Everyone's locked in. It makes sense. And now all these stories are starting to lock together. So yeah, I I second that. I think this new the new timeline and the 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 control and the, and the you know the way it's the way it's controlled and laid out is is perfect. You know, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean it. It, it looks. Um, looking at the timeline right now, um, uh, the Dawn of the Jedi, Old Republic, the High Republic, Fall of the Jedi, Reign of the Empire. I mean, having names to these different eras right. and stuff, and also symbols and stuff. I mean, that's just like sort of just ingenious in itself. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it makes it like you you could go to go to college and take a history class right. on, on yeah. this now like it's yeah. it's legit they've they've made it a thing it's as it's as historical as the roman empire yeah right they, we have to say something real cuz hitch ain't here so <laughs> so like okay it's like the roman empire now you know it's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. rise the the rise of the roman empire it's it's uh it's volition and then the fall so that that's what we got right <laughs> our hitch moment, our hitch moment for the evening. Ken has delivered our hitch moment for the evening. Now, now we can go back to like our historical moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm trying to um, pull up the um the timeline right here and everything. Yeah, do you have a yeah. graphic you can pull up? Because I mean, it's yeah, that maybe I mean, people have seen it. Maybe people haven't. Yeah, I mean, and also that's I mean, think about it. That's what there's seven or eight different images. I mean, those are all t-shirts. Those designs. I mean, like you said, those designs are cool. And it makes you kind of follow the timeline now. I know I like them all, all the logos. I'm like, man, that's like, I want that shirt. I like that logo. I like that one. Um, it's kind of like the yeah. pins you get when you're at the, um, 
when you beat your lightsaber, whether it's the power oh, one. I only I've only made the pins. yeah the I've only I only have the the power pin for my red lightsaber. I don't you know, know how how many t shirts they're going I to have, sell. That's what I'm saying. I have two pins. All these logos. That's crazy. Yeah, the logos are crazy. These logos are crazy. Yeah. That is just so dope. I mean, I didn't even really, th- really think about it until yeah, you yeah. just said that. But I mean, that's just like cha-ching. You know, yeah. um, as, as soon as you see, as soon as you see somebody with a t-shirt and everything, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know, you see, you see the the rebellion logo on the back of cars before. So the age of rebellion, you've seen. Um, that first order logo, I, I'd like, I'd redesign that somehow. That that that, that doesn't even fit in. Like we should <laughs> take the first order out, like completely. Yeah, I mean, what, what, where's the continuity? Because you can see, I'm not going to spoil see that how they point. evolved. I will not spoil that for you. Uh, <laughs> it's already spoiled. No, but trust me. I order one. I have, some, I have some inside. I have some. As I predicted, with the new with the new Jedi Order, when I told you guys two years ago about this Daisy Ridley news, everybody thought I was crazy when I was giving you this these leaks, right? About like. Her jobs, her work, and the fact that, like, hey, like, bro, this has been in production, and I'm sure we'll get into that. But I mean, I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. They've been trying to pencil this in for for two years. The redo. It had to. I tried to tell you guys after they could not. I mean, we were we. Everybody killed that. I like, I, there was I no believe that they would way. they would do it. They had to do it. But uh, just how are they going to do it? I was telling you, man, this is it's going to be this whole new directive. I mean, it's going to be a 10 year jump from since we've last seen her. But uh, yeah, you know, it's, you know, I don't know. I mean, it'll be a whole new era. So so how do we feel about that and everything? I mean, so did they announce it as like a new trilogy or she just going to she's just going to be in like, at least one. Movie. OK, all There's right. Gonna be okay. One. Yeah. Yeah. I was getting like on some clear like news as far as that. But I mean, how are we feeling about that? Um, so so the complaints I've been seeing and of course, haters going to hate Ken. Haters right. going to hate the that that she's doing what Luke, what Luke should have been doing. Um, well, she's doing getting the movie Luke should have got you know, years right. ago, as far as like, you know, um, um, putting the order, you know, from putting a Jedi order together and everything, you know? So I thought that was sort of like, uh, you know, but, but history, they, they, they didn't decide to tell that story. They told that story in other mediums and stuff, um, mm-hmm. to, to really look at her and sort of shade that it's just like, you know, you're just complaining just to complain about anything that yeah. just goes out there. I'm really happy that she's back because, she yeah. is a um, you know strong element to you know uh, uh, to a lot of people that were connected to the movies that they felt were good in the in the um, in the sequel trilogy. Maybe the yeah. first and second. Yes, yeah. not so much the third. You yeah. know, she took the character. She played the character like the the best she could, and she did a very good job at it. And Daisy Ridley is a is a humble and very forthright person and i think that's what the character needs yeah. right and i think that's why she was cast and that's why i mean think about think about some of the well let's call them a-listers mm-hmm. sir alec guinness i mean was cast as probably one of the most he's one of the most humble and very charismatic characters and think about the role he played think about the character and the the wealth of you know information this character had to absorb and what he had to absorb to play this character that he really knew very little about. Right. He's never done a space film. He had no idea what what this was. Right, right. Daisy Ridley, same thing. I mean, she yeah. really didn't know much about this universe. She knew about Star Wars, but not about like what it was. Right, right. And yeah. um, the the lore and everything that you know that comes along with it. Probably what certainly wasn't um, accustomed to like, you know, to all the fandom and everything. And right. I think with, with nowadays you have with like these actors um, who are are associated with this IP, um, they're really in tune that would have to be in tune now with like fandom, you know, where right. it used to be where actors um, got famous because of their acting abilities and like right, you know, yeah. the, the movies that they were in and everything. Now you got the characters that are most characters, popular. Yeah. The actors are coming to play, and they have to 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 
you know, go to these celebrations and stuff to get that instant feedback and everything on what, what they, what, what their job is. So it's sort of like the, you know, roles are like, you know, reversed a little bit as far as character, then actor, where first it was like actor, then character or whatever, you know, actor made to character, not a character is sort of like making an actor. Um, and, and really has, she's done as well as she can. And I'm frankly surprised she's even coming back considering all the backlash that happened with, uh, you know, that third yeah. movie. So, I'm, I mean, yeah, I, I knew she was coming back at some extent. I mean, I thought it would be Disney plus, I didn't think it'd be a movie, but um, it's just do, you know, like you said, it's not her fault. The movie's bombed. Um, and it was very interesting. It in the bomb. They, they, they made a lot of money. But, the money. but they got a lot of criticism, so, too. Yeah. And it was the yeah, first so. time that Star Wars got criticism. Yeah. <laughs> but, a, I mean, it's, yeah. Way. And it, but it wasn't, you know, and that's the thing. When we watch these films, you can't, I've never faulted the actors. Right. I mean, and we'll get it. We may get into it here or we might discuss it down the line. But, I mean, one of the things I, listening to a lot of the panels, even with Kathleen Kennedy listening to some of the thoughts, it, it just really became apparent there were just too many chefs in the kitchen when they did that. Um, yeah. You know, her character as a as a character is phenomenal. Um, not only just being a woman, but just the character of Ray. Um, I, I the only backlash that I can understand, and I hope they do clean up, is the Skywalker name. Like adopting that is one thing. It's like okay. Hopefully they go down this path, which I've heard that they go down to and really delve into who she is, not just some junk trader, but really um, her parents, you know, kind of like we we discussed with she Kenobi, who, you know, the bloodline, you know, I hope they really delve into that since we're going to do a 10 year time. They, they got to explain that. They yeah, gotta, they have to tie. I think out. they have to tie yeah. into maybe a maiden name from her. And and I think that'll really that will as we talk about like raise up the rating, so to speak, because that's if the one thing we've known about Filoni and these guys, um, they, they, they do a good job of cleaning up, you know, fires, right. He's a fireman. Yeah. He puts a lot yeah. of fires out. Especially so. dumpster fires. Like yeah, for sure. the trilogy was, it was like a dumpster it was. fire. It so. was, you know, and, and it's a shame. And then um, as we discussed, you know, it, it's funny how we have Carl Weathers, um, Rick, um, and a bunch of people on the Star Wars team that it seems like as well as we're not just grabbing as we talk about A-list actors, we're not just grabbing A-list producers, you know, or you know the big names, the Spielbergs, the Abrams, the you know Trevorrows. It seems like that I think they've learned and they may stick down to this path of people involved in Star Wars are going to direct these movies. Um, one or two out there, yeah. Yeah, but I, I think that they've learned that they're going to try to follow this path. I mean, they've already had the three directors dubbed for the three projects, um, which will be this post-Quill, um, the original movie, which I'm very stoked for, um, which will be the first Jedi, which will be crazy. Um, What's that called? Uh, the first the first movie is going to be the based on the, the original, the first ever Jedi, and that's for that new timeline. That's where they kind of started the map. Because um, you'd have to reset if you're going to reset, reset a timeline, you got to start. Correct. And start that movie, that movie is going to be discussing how the Jedi Order started. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where that timeline is is, um, is going to come into play. So very, very, very interested in that. And it once again, it just takes us into a timeline that you know we've talked about it. You know, Hitch has talked about it. Ken, like everybody's crying for the old Republic, but it's one of those things. I think with with Star Wars, it's treading on a um on a path that you know with with canon and it's funny a lot of the panelists they discuss the word canon right and and rewriting canon and they understand canon but um yeah you know that james mangold film yeah that's that's going to be i'm excited for that because i mean we're seeing stuff right they got to do it right um i I don't know what right is or whatever right because you're going all the way to the beginning maybe they or is, is this something that they have to consult Lucas on? Like, does he have like ideas, or is this something just just? There? I mean, I, I think he's been involved yeah, in every yeah. single okay. project that we are seeing. I I guarantee you, there have been text messages back and forth. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you're not. Yeah. He sold the business, but he yeah, they can sell him business. for sure. So yeah, you gotta ask. Hey. What do you think? What did you think about this? Or did you have any ideas around this? Or how did this all start? Like, where 
where did this all come from? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Allegedly, the um, the so this first Jedi, which is then like the prime Jedi, right when the whole order starts, um, is really going to discuss what balance is and how you know as we progress into the older public, the higher public, and then even um, Yoda's kind of um, you know, Jedi Council and and in what the Jedi become, how far away they dissuaded from what balance in the force really means because the original balance in the force wasn't just light and dark but it was mm-hmm. a balance between having both which mm-hmm. is what we consider a great jedi yeah so they're really going to get into that jedi back in the day using dark side abilities what we consider but really weren't dark side abilities it was just like it's all about balance and it seems like as we talk about um, yoda's council and even newer things it was really one-sided so and, very and excited that, that's what was cool about the game new right. republic is that yeah. you you could play either way you wanted you mm-hmm. can play the game but yeah. the best way to play the game was to use both right both sides and when you needed to be bad you were mm-hmm. bad and when you needed to use those certain skills you know there's yeah. things that might have been considered you know corrupt or right. you know you 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 could you and you would succeed and you would get further in the game and then you could go back and be you know, good. You could be an, a nice guy. You could be diplom, you know, diplomacy. Yeah, right. But that was the cool part. But there was an angle in the game that if you started to go a little bit too far in one direction, the game pushed you into that direction. Right, All of a sudden, yeah. you were, you were, you were a dark side yeah. user. You know, and at that point, the game changed completely. That's that's why you go back and reset your game and start over because, right. but. So that'll be cool to see how how this all evolved and why. Like, why did balance need to be brought back to this? Right. Yeah, I mean, it's a um, it's a hell of a way to like you know just go all the way back to like you know the beginnings and everything and um, how the force just came about, you know, and what 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 you know what all this is what is what is it's table setting, you know, what does all this mean, you know, how does the context of this. Like I said, it's a heavy load for James Mangold, and it had to do it right to handle to to really set up everything, you know, because it's really a religion, a belief, and just a a, a way of life, you know, that right. that light and dark, and you know, the balance of the force, you know, keeps and stuff. And it gets to be a really uh, a heady trip, you know. Yeah. I mean, if you really think about it. So um, I'm very much looking for. I mean, that definitely, like you said, teamish piqued my interest. You know, as far as like um, them just going all the way back to the origins and just seeing, you know, how all this just began. Yeah, I mean, think about it like, you know, like the first lightsaber we're going to see, right? Literally, like when he decided to to get this little kyber crystal and how this powers this emitter, right? And then what made you make a hilt and all this stuff. So I think, I mean, I'll say James Mangold's project probably will be the most difficult and he will have to consult a lot because like, think about it, like we're saying, this is the origin, right? So like all the questions we ask, like why, how do they get on Jedi or, you know, what's up with the Kyber crystals and how the Jedi order started? Like this is, this is literally like, you talk about a prequel, like this is <laughs> a prequel. Yeah, like you're, you're 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 getting answers. You you want yeah. you've been asking you've been asking questions for all these years since yeah. 1977. You know this you want that's pretty cool. So, <laughs> you know it doesn't get. And then think about this, you know, and we talk about it. This takes off. This there's a Disney Plus series that we can tie to this. So this, I mean, these three movies that they announced are really going to be like three projects, you know, that are huge. But yeah, Talk jumping into part point six. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the accolade something that's like near and dear to me. I've been talking to you guys about that for the longest. I have always yeah, thought yeah. that they needed to they needed to expand on the dark side of the force, right? And we're finally, finally getting into part of what the Sith are. Um, I think it's going to be not only just like you know current, but it's going to be a time jump, right? You're going to show like as we talk about ancient Sith, how they became the rule of two, and then. You know, in this in the trailer that I kind of leaked to us in our chat that we still have, so we can view it. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know, the acolyte seems to be it's this part to where the Jedi are thriving, right? And they think that the dark side is, is dead. Yeah, and then this is their their, their kind of revival, right? This is their um, their their upbringing to 
either and we'll figure it out right if these are fallen jedi that have turned or just you know wielders of, of, of the force that have never became jedi i mean it's a lot of questions but i think this is as well will be another one of those like um looks like i mean from what we've seen you know it's gonna be a lot of fighting a lot of action in this um a lot of pretty decent storytelling but it from a different perspective right and, and it seems like as you talk, discussed it's Star Wars has taken down like this dark path a little bit, right? It's yeah. all been positive stories, light stories, but a different tone. You know, the Ahsoka is going to be a different tone because we yeah. understand the the, the stakes. Yeah. Um, this will be a similar thing. You know, this is when the Jedi Order start to lose their way, so to speak, right? They start to become arrogant, and this is where the the the, the dark side really becomes a force. And, right. And, and the thing that's always prevalent is that behind controlling everything. Right. is the Sith. Right. Regardless, regardless of what story you're looking at, the ultimate control is, st- it, everything is still being steered by a Sith Lord. Right. Through, through the entire inlet. So this new timeline is going to introduce maybe some new spin, but as far as I see it, right. what I understand, Palpatine's been behind pulling the strings on both sides, both the Rebellion, the Separatists, Mm-hmm. And also the, I mean the, uh, uh, the alliance. I mean he's yeah. there the entire time, plugging things in when he needs to to make to to make the story his. So he's ultimately in charge of everything that we know so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's ultimate puppeteer. You know, um, pulling pulling on, on the strings of everything. You know. On direct and stuff, it's amazing that that Luke even <laughs> the first even time. made it, even <laughs> he even made it to the next to the post trilogy. Oh man, the way things are 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 being uh, you know threaded to us. So, if, yeah. well, in, in a way, he got too arrogant. Same way how the Jedi did, he got too arrogant to the yes. point yeah. where he ended up um, exposing his fatal flaw, and 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 Luke ended up. Luke ended up exposing it, you know. Right. You know, he ended up being like the one and everything. So, did you? Um, did you? I think it was yesterday. Yeah. So Ian McDermott uh, was on stage, obviously talking about Palpatine, and he, he actually it he loves. Oh it. yeah, he 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 him and Anthony Daniels like literally those two they, guys. They like take the the mic and they like run right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And um. He, he introduced, you know, and it's funny as we talk about celebrations of Star Wars each year, it seems like they understand their characters as they get older, it, just like we do, right? And right. he had an interesting take on Palpatine, and he said that really um, a lot of people don't understand that Palpatine despised Vader. He hated Vader. Oh. We always talked about how he loved him and it was his thing, but he had nothing that he wanted nothing to do with Vader. And we discussed, and I always thought that the suit was made to depower Anakin. It wasn't to depower him. It was actually to power him. And the reason that Palpatine despised him is because Palpatine didn't want Vader. He only wanted Anakin Skywalker. So it was almost like that, um, you know, the redheaded stepchild, so to speak, right? Like it was that, you know, that that child that you didn't want, but you had to have, so to speak. Right. And he discussed that in a lot. Yeah, weak. Anakin was right. weak. And he but was Vader, but he had the power. Vader right. was was a broken. I mean, it was on fire, right? It was, um, it was a suffering Anakin, and he knew that he suffered. So there was nothing that he can do to really to power up to a certain level. I mean, because ultimately, and we discussed this, right? I think the whole thing was he wanted Anakin's body, and we just for the cloning, the cloning comes in, and and as we said, it ties this story from then to now, and. He really thought saw Anakin as a perfect vessel. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, Ian McDermott. He, I mean, him on stage. I think he was on stage today as well. But yeah, when he gets the mic like Anthony Daniels, these guys like uh, uh, loves it. Loves, uh, yeah, yeah. You just go at it and everything. So yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, how about this? Um, the Dave Filoni mo- event movie that was yeah, very yeah. interesting. You know, mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought it ended up, it would have ended up being, well, we got a preface of, you know, they was going to culminate something into like a, um, you know, Disney Plus storyline or whatever, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, but it, it didn't dawn on me that they was going to actually do like a feature. So you right. go from animation to live action, you know, um, TV stuff 
to, to a movie. I mean, this has to be like, you know, a fan dream right here, you know. It has to be three hours as well, right? I mean, come on. It has to be. Like Avengers Endgame, like three hours and 25 yeah, minutes. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Three hours. And, and, and yeah. everything that they, all the character development, we're really this is going to be a fan movie. You know, it so is, if yeah. you're you're looking at it, it's like, okay, we got to bring like, um, I think to its detriment, if they worry about trying to bring casual audience members in, you know, trying to, to make it for a general audience, yeah, I, I think just, it would be just yeah, a no-no. Yeah. If they're going to spend the budget and do and then do all the character development in these shows, the movie has to be just action, nonstop action packed stuff, as far as I'm concerned. And oh, and, for sure. And we, we, and, about, you know, it being like, you know, the new Republic age and everything, right? And um, Thrawn and stuff. I think those two things are just going to be the um, the major things that they're, they're just going to have to talk about, you know, throughout that whole movie. You know? Well, yeah, the big the big part is here, I mean, and this ties into the sequel trilogy, right? Because once again, this yeah. gives them a blank slate, right? Because we talk about canon, right? And they discuss that in, in, in uh, a lot in celebrations about they want to protect canon, they understand canon, and the extended universe. We don't know if Thrawn is dead at the end of Rise of Skywalker. We don't know where Ezra Bridger is, right? Because right. at the end of the movie, they talk about ray channeling all these jedi right we don't know if ahsoka's alive we don't know if thrawn is alive we don't know where ezra bridger is so this gives them a blank slate to fill in this and see does thrawn die what happens to him what happens to ezra bridger i mean this ties directly into the beginning of rise of sky or beginning of you know the force awakens right so we know a definite end to this but the stakes and and how this plays out um, and as you said, yeah, I just don't I, – I think that's where they – and I said that. That's where they went wrong with the sequel trilogy. I thought that my big gripe was – they should have made the movies for the Star Wars fans. I thought they tried to be too inclusive of a new audience mm-hmm. and do the fan service to try to draw in the new audience. If yeah. they stick to – and which Filoni knows, if they stick to their guns on this one and just hit those bullet points, which we all know they should um, with these characters, I mean, yeah. I just hope that he can get it done because the one thing I said with Endgame DP, and I know you love it, but I just thought it could have been done a two-parter. That's my gripe. They just, it was a good beginning and then it just like kind of like rushed at the end because it was three hours. I just thought if they would have did like two, maybe two, and just broke it up. I just don't want this to be like one of those type of movies to where it's going to be like a, you know, Kill a Mockingjay or, you know, Hunger Games, like a part one and a part two. I don't know if that's in the budget to do too, but I just don't, I want them to be able to be able to pay it off in three. Yeah, um, and, and dropping a vintage character in does not right, right does not sign the check for you. Correct. So correct. That was something that I think they you know by dropping Han Solo and mm-hmm. Chewbacca in, they thought, oh well, that's okay. The fans will say, yeah, that's good. Han Solo is in it, but no, you have yeah. to you have to connect and you have to make sure you sign properly on the line to make sure it all fits i mean it's dave maloney it's um it's it's uh it's a record that that he's going to put something in there you know um i mean everything he does is a sort of like a callback and make sure the one thing that dave filoni does best is make sure that you still have that feeling of star wars Mm -hmm. i think i think you being um can you being such a, a a star wars historian and everything when you started watching these you know animated stuff you know the the shows and everything yeah. you expressed um the 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 elements of the movies of that's that feeling of of star wars throughout like feloni's um you know animated stuff yeah um this is this is this will be the same thing so for if you want to say you you got somebody in entrusted hands and you know this this in the um in this work and everything i mean in feloni you know i i trust this may have yeah. been his first live action feature film um, which is a daunting thing, you know, for, yeah. for a first-time director, you yeah. know, but he's had so much time and he's been a protege for so long. It's this has to be almost like old hat. Yeah, he's got it covered. There's no way yeah. that's gonna fail as long as he keeps the same, you know. If you've got the you've got a system, you've got the recipe that works, yeah, you can yeah. do whatever you want with it. Yeah, and yeah. I think I think this will be a great this will be a great element. And a new, I mean, a new thing. I mean, pff. what's the where? When's the release of this? What's the timeline on this? 
there's no date yet. I mean, it's just a projected. Uh, so, yeah. So the calendar I have, and we just kind of discussed it. Um, they're only up to this year. The first movie will be. I mean, when they discussed it, they want to have these three movies wrapped up by 2026. So the next three mm-hmm. years, uh, they're writing the right. So the Ray movie will come first. Um, the people will come. The Ray movie will come first, I believe. The um, the this movie will come second, but it, this. This is all hinging on, as we would end up, as always, The Mandalorian, right? So they don't want to release this movie. This movie will probably come last because depending on how popular The Mandalorian and this whole Ahsoka-verse is, because one thing you know you heard from um, Celebrations, Rosario Dawson wants a season two. Yeah. It's not even She's already claiming, like, oh, you guys love it because I'd like to do this again. So if we get a second season of Ahsoka, that's going to put us all the way because what we have Mando season four, I'm guessing fall 24, if we're lucky. So that will put Ahsoka spring, the summer, fall 25. So yeah, that would put us also that movie in 25. All connected. They keep everything all connecting. Well, I think the Filoni movie will come at the end of the three, so it'll be the Ray movie, the prequel, obviously the Mangles film, and then the the Filoni movie. But you know, this is DPU being a writer. This is a dream, right? I mean, this, and not only is he's being a Star Wars fan, but this really opens him up to doing, you know, the, the projects, you know, to create. And and he may not, but maybe he wants his own studio, like Abrams did with Bad Robot, right? This is his yeah. this is his chance to really cement yeah. his his legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. um, one of the things that I'm I'm thinking, I, I'm wishing that um that they didn't side, you know. Um, I wish they did that 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 Gina Carano project or whatever, right? You know? Um, and they didn't have to do it with her. But what I was hearing was that um some of the elements that that we ended up getting in um political yeah. elements in the Mandalorian yeah. Yeah. was supposed to be in that show. Right, um, and yeah. they had to drop it into the Mandalorian to still keep with days, yeah. you know, days storytelling and everything, which made the Mandalorian sort of awkward and people questioning, okay, where are these, what is this stuff? I'm interested, but yeah. it's not the Mandalorian and everything. Yeah, you know? um, yeah. The, the you're talking about the Navarro stuff was all yeah. That this whole that Navarro episode was not supposed to be in the Mandalorian. The grief yeah. grief cargo was not really supposed to be in the Mandalorian. He was supposed to be in in the Gino Carano stuff and. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a shame that um that that project got sidetracked. But you know, if if they can, I mean, I, I trusted them to clean up, you know, clean it all up and everything. I don't know how much the skeleton crew is going to connect to all this, but I'm yeah. assuming it's still like you know part of you know yeah. the whole thing and everything, like the uh, Mandalorian, Ahsoka, and you know the skeleton crew. Um, because he seems like he really wants to tell the story of the New Republic. And have it connect to the the, the sequel yeah. trilogy somehow, you know, yeah. the bridge that the finished bridging that um that bridging that gap and everything. Yeah, um, uh, I guess one of the final points we we can talk about is you know, obviously with us being you know a show based on and really getting popular over the Mandalorian, right? Um, the Mandalorian panel, you know, Katie Sackoff on there, um, you know, Emily Swallow, we had the Forger. Yeah, the armor. Um, and it's just a lot, uh, you know, that that they, you know, and I don't know if she wanted to do it, but, you know, the Katie Sackhoff, as I said, she let the cat out of the bag. She said, you know, when they had Carl Weathers, he was doing his interview on there with her. And she said that, look, like, it's crazy that we're on episode six. We have two episodes left. And I, she, her, her words verbatim were, I know how much we shot. And we have a lot to cover in two episodes. So, <laughs> so I, um, expect, I, I expect 60 minute episodes out of each of these last two episodes. 60 minutes. Yeah. I, I was privy to been given the final Uh-oh. two episodes. So I under, I know what's going to happen. So, yeah, I was, I was given privy information to what happens um, in the next episode, in the final episode. And uh yeah. No spoilers here, guys. No spoilers, no spoilers here. No spoilers here. But, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm excited, and they do, they do pay off. Oh, um, here we go. Okay, we, right. we get, we get payoff. So it's not going to be one of those like, oh man, like nah. And and, and I you see. guys are, are, are new to this channel and everything. When T Mitch is when T Mitch, you know, expresses his, 
you know, um, uh, um, enthusiasm on something, you know, he yeah, lets no, us know. Yeah. And when I it's do, not yeah. there, he lets us know. No, for sure. You know. For sure. <laughs> not only on Carbonite on ABS, but, um, you know, nerds, nerd comics like a flick show. Yeah. If, if I'm not, if I'm not happy, it's one of those things. I'll, I'll let you guys know. Yeah. 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 Sure. It's the, the, the Mandalorian season has been great to me, mm-hmm. to me. It hasn't been it hasn't been um you know as great to others because you know people want their um Den and Grogu stuff, you know, the what 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 we initially um got with the first two seasons. Right. But it has to evolve past that, right? It, it has to, yeah, you know, it has but, to. You, but people want what they want, you know. And right. I think this season is sort of like divided the fandom where we we were, you know, I, I'm gonna speak for myself. I want them to evolve past, you know, I, I think the the Den and Grogu storyline has run its course. I'm, you know, I'm on par with you, yeah. They yeah. need to move past that. I'm excited to where they're going with, like, you know, uh, Mandalore and, um, you know, these extended bridge, you know, stories and everything with Bo-Katan and all that stuff, passing the buck or whatever. Um, but, you know, you still have those who, who like the simple, episodic thing. And I, I can't really speak to those. So, you know, if you want to yeah. go into the comments and, you know, let us know what, what you think, um, you know, things have to, to evolve. Things have to change and they have to to really go into what what the storyteller wants to tell. You know, we already we already were prefaced that this was going to lead into like something bigger. You know, it's better as far as like a beer event and what we were saying in, in number eight, as far as like the whole Dave Filoni event movie and everything. Right. Mandalorian can't stay what it was. It has to right. it has to grow. You know, it yeah. has to evolve and everything. So I'm all for it. You know, um, no, you know I mean, yeah. DP, you definitely hit the, the nail on the head, though. If you think about it, as much as anybody, you know, wants to, to talk shit on it. Right. Fast and the Furious has lasted 10 movies. And it's it's the same way, right? We can't just hear about Dom or we can't just hear about Toretto. I mean, they've taken chances where they had to bring and, other characters to keep the story going. And they keep, just, they keep the vibe, though. They do, yeah. yeah right? the same. As long as they have that, that you're saying that same base. And, and every franchise has a, has a clunker. So right. Fast and the Furious, it was Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Yeah. That was his. Okay. Yeah, you know, for me as a fan of that franchise, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I love tuners and I love oh, yeah. mm-hmm. street racing and yeah. I love family. And that was the vibe, right? right. Tokyo Drift kind of went sideways a little bit. Right. Halloween, Season of the Witch. It was the third film in the franchise. It really went sideways. But still, it's kind of it's kind of good film by itself. So Every franchise has a dud, and right. it it took me a while to to swallow the pill. But Star Wars had a dud, and you know they're making really good attempts now to bring it back because right. they realize what what the problem was. Yeah, I mean, and you're you're spot on with you say. I mean, it's one of those things. As long as they have that overarching story, and and we discussed it, and we we've kind of put our spin on it. The show's called The Mandalorian. It's not Din Jaren, right? There are <laughs> tons of or Grogu, or Grogu, right? They didn't call it the Force of Grogu or whatever. And, but. You know, it's one of those things. You know, I get it, right? But it's kind of like we discussed it with Bad Batch, like. The element of having a child like Rogu, it's it, it ties into me. It doesn't directly affect me necessarily, or tie or, or, or resonate with me because it's for a younger audience, right? Like I understand that like, he's learning the Force and this and that, but it's just one of those things. That I just can't see him train, like especially like after he trains Luke, and then he, it's just like these kind of like they like treat him like a baby almost, and that's where I like you. You're bringing up such a great point there, too. He, he he really. I mean, if you really think about the way they're going with this season, he really should have stayed with Luke. Right. Yeah, for a couple he of years. Have, he should have stayed with Luke instead of, you know, making that decision to go with, you know, Din and all that stuff. But Disney marketing, I, I understand. You got like a cash cow right there. Oh, yeah. You know, to have that storyline end with Luke um, taking him in, uh, at the end of season two, it was just like, okay, we can't do that. We got to bring him back in, in Boba. <laughs> Right, you know, yeah. and so we could be there for you know the start of um season um season three, but the way that the way they structured this, and they don't have a lot for them to do, you know, right. to stay with Luke, and then you know after they did whatever they did with what what they're doing Mandalore, 
<clears throat> we go back to them. Correct. See what they're doing. You know, because I mean, it's like the the quest. Like he, he didn't need. This is a story he didn't need to be involved in, right? Right. And that's why I think when we when you talk about Mandalore and Mandalorians, it's like one of those things that like you're saying, I feel like he's forced in this season. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. we don't need him. There are so many more stories. Um, you know, we, we have a Vizsla here, which yeah. is you talk about Bo Katan being royalty a Vizsla. We need to see what Grogu is gonna do. But do we? That's the thing, though, well, and that's where Star Wars. That's that's where we. That's where we talk about, right? That yeah, that, that's trying that's what to a fandom sort of divide. They, a little they bit, keep you know? trying to like draw in this new fan. Mm-hmm. That is, are they really that in tuned? Yeah, I mean, you know, like 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 you know, Ken said, it's it's it's, it's it is what it is, and everything. They could have split it into two shows if they were going to do it like that, yeah, yeah. but um, but they chose this route. So um, I, I guess the final point we could say is that. Um, the biggest thing out of all this is that we're getting more and more and more Star Wars content, you know, and, and it's projected for the next decade. <laughs> oh, yeah. They've only gave us three to four years worth of and this. I, I would say we, we've really only got two years of definite, like solid projects. They're three to four years down. I mean, yeah. what made it made a fourth coming out. Um, they're going to obviously release more. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Guess what? When this started, when this all started back in 1977, they thought that was it. Done. <laughs> never, yeah. never would we hear of Star Wars again, ever. And here we are, 2023, and we're talking about content going out to 2026. That's, they they, they got to keep the train and machine moving there. I'm all for it. You know, y'all got me on as like a, a Star Wars fan. I wasn't even paying attention. You know, all like that and everything before um, Clone Wars. I mean, it, it, <laughs> it's 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 a beautiful thing. Like you know, I, I admire this expanded, um, this expansive universe that that George Lucas has created. Um, and I see the flaws. I mean, of course, I mean it's, it's not perfect and everything, but I've seen, I see, I, I see the overall vibe and the 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 um the heart that he puts in, you know, that he put into it that people can't help but just carry on into like their stories that, you know, they want to tell because each of the Star Wars stories you got from like, we haven't even gotten to like, you know, the the um, Jedi Survivor video games and everything to like, you know, the comic stuff that uh, they're going to announce tomorrow with like Marvel right. and all that stuff. You know, there's yeah. still like a bunch of content um, that, that, you know, that we're not even talking about, you know, so mm-hmm. limited at number 10. I mean, it is what it is, but we're getting more and more and more of this stuff where, you know, everyone could just, just enjoy it. Just, just keep the star Wars, you know, um, um, faucet flowing. At least right. it's all making sense. Yeah. Like everything right. we're yeah. seeing now is like making sense within the storyline. We're all in agreement of mm-hmm. how things are supposed yeah. to go. It's not a, it's not a juggernaut of different things that are being uh, told. Everything is now making sense. So as a, as a, a vintage super fan, you know, from, from back way back when, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying this and uh, you know, Wednesday can't come any sooner for me. (laughs) Give give it, give me more injected into my veins. Disney, you have my money. You know, you're you're the Disney. I, I'm on auto pay. It doesn't matter. It, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. They just take it out now. That's what they do. But yeah, guys, I I definitely appreciate everybody coming on for this. Like we said, it's kind of a special edition. Uh, um, and we we really didn't discuss today's panel as much. Uh, obviously, with it being some people celebrating a holiday and and others just having a wonderful Sunday. Um, they had a panel today. And, there was content and we'll get a little bit more tomorrow, but yeah, there, there's so much. So we'll delve into, we'll, we'll tie back in with our um, Mando review. We'll kind of finalize our, our thoughts on the end of celebration and uh, definitely react to this, you know, last, last final two episodes of, of Mandalorian here again, Wednesday. So um, yeah, guys, definitely appreciate everybody tuning in. If you're watching this on playback as, as always, right. The CP says, smash a like, uh, leave us feedback on our Facebook group. Um, but uh, I guess I'll give you guys a little spoiler preview for Wednesday. All right. And we'll just, I'll just leave you with this. Um, Ken, wear your, your Vizsla 
helmet. Uh oh, uh oh, teaser, teaser, teaser. When teaser. you can wear your Vesla helmet Wednesday, I, I'll wear it. I'll do the whole podcast with it. It'll it'll be <laughs> so. Yeah, that, that's that's my that's my teaser for Wednesday. But yeah, guys, I appreciate it. And um, until uh, the next uh, what seventy two hours, this is the way. This, this is the way. way.